Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Healthy Life with me, Coach Ashley, and the amazing Coach Monica. Hey, y'all. I hope everyone had an amazing holiday. And now with New Year coming up, we're going we're gonna to have a whole other episode on some New Year stuff. But um, for this week, I wanted to talk about something that I've been thinking about for a while, and that is reaching your true potential, your full potential, and kind of a journey of self-discovery. If anybody's been listening for any period of time, back through, I think this summer, I had a five-part series about a transformative journey. And I feel like this is where this could kind of go. A lot of the time, the things that we talk about just end up connecting into one another. And I love that so much. And I feel like this journey to self-discovery could be something that we end up talking about kind of on a consistent basis. When you think about a journey of self-discovery, it's kind of like setting sail on an adventure, so to speak, within yourself. Um, I want you to picture, I'm going to give you all a picture this moment. I'm going to give you a little story. <laughs> I love my stories. I love my quotes. So there you so have it. close your eyes and buckle up. <laughs> buckle up. <laughs> so imagine taking a moment to just chill and think about what makes you keep going. Think about what makes you tick. Maybe you are jotting down your thoughts like you have brought up before, Monica. Uh, a nice little journal, something to write down your thoughts or just sitting down and, and chilling and taking some deep breaths. That's kind of the kickoff, the first step that is going to be understanding your strengths and weaknesses and figuring out where exactly you want to grow. So now here's the picture this moment. Picture this journey as a treasure hunt of things that make you light up, that make you curious, and just generally make you or your life awesome. It's about trying out new things and picking up interests that make you happy and deciding what really actually matters to you. Now, these aren't like those big corporate goals. These aren't these big life goals. They're more so like personal interests that really make you feel alive. And as you dive into that adventure, not only can you find hidden talents, but you really also start living a life that's more like you. Um, it's not about suits and ties. It's about embracing the messy, you know, the, the, the mess of life and um, the awesome journey of being yourself. So we're going to grab a metaphorical map. And we're going to throw on a cute hat if we want to. And we're going to set sail in the sea of self-discovery. How does that sound? That sounds so good. I, I want to set sail all aboard. I love that. And, you know, the, the past few episodes, we have talked a lot about self-love and self-growth and positive affirmations and building yourself up. And like you said, I do think that this is very similar and could go um, in a similar way as your transformative series that you did. Because when it comes to self 
self-love and self-discovery, there is so much to learn. There are so many layers to peel back on the metaphorical onion because we have stuffed things down in our lives for so long that every time you hear something new about how you should be aware of yourself and your actions and your mind, you need to take it for what it is in that moment and figure out how to apply it. And as you were talking about the map and setting sail, I was thinking back to the fact that I just saw the new Wonka movie. We'll not spoil it for anyone, but... um, It is, if you were expecting the same thing as the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movies, it is not that. Um, (laughs) But I think it applies so well to this and the fact of self-discovery. It just really reminded me and honestly encouraged me to, and, and lit a fire under my behind that Willy Wonka really went on a journey of self-discovery and he knew exactly what he wanted to do. And no matter how many things were thrown his way, he never gave up. And mm-hmm. he always had the dream of that darn chocolate factory mm-hmm. and he knew who he was and who he wanted to be, but it took a lot of reflection and it took a lot of people around him believing in him and believing in his dreams and helping him to peel back those layers of what was truly important for him. So I'm excited about this episode of Self-Discovery because between the the vision of the map and thinking about Willy Wonka and all of his shenanigans. I'm just really (laughs) excited. Um, I want some chocolate now when we're recording this. But there's always something to discover about yourself, even when you think you've already reached your highest potential. There absolutely is. And I I love that you saw that. I'm so excited to see that. But I love the message of never giving up. And we've kind of talked a little bit before about, you know, if you are feeling confident in yourself and you are believing in yourself, that's going to make it easier and more apparent for others to also believe in you. Um, And that's just going to be part of this whole self-discovery thing is figuring out how to believe in yourself, especially when you're feeling down. (laughs) And one of the first steps into guiding this self-discovery is encouraging some self-reflection. And in self-reflection, you're doing some introspection. And introspection is basically like taking a moment to look inside yourself, to think about it. Think of it as like a self-check-in. You're diving into your thoughts and your feelings. And again, all those messy, like real-life experiences (laughs) you've had. It's it's the good, the bad, the ugly, and everything in between here. You've got to just dig deep and look inside yourself about everything you've been feeling and everything you've done. It's kind of like having a little conversation with yourself. And you ask questions like, okay, what's going on in my brain? Mm -hmm. Or um, if you're like me, you lie awake at night and say, why did I do that like seven years ago? (laughs) You know, why did I say that? (laughs) <laughs> you're constantly just, and it's it's not a dig to yourself. It's not um, getting down on yourself and being negative about why you may have d- done or said something, but it's just discovering like why, what makes your brain work that way or what makes you do the things that you do. Because again, no judgment here. I, I am guilty of doing that kind of stuff too, but um, it's just a way of getting to know yourself better. And again, I really need to get more on this journaling train, but if you are able to jot down your thoughts mm-hmm. you know, and and get a better head count of just what your feelings are, what your goals and aspirations are, maybe some habits that you need to kick versus habits that you would like to pick up. It's really all a way or your ticket in this discovery with your map and everything to understand mm-hmm. what really makes you tick, what makes you go. And it's a pretty cool way to navigate this wild ride of life. I mean, especially when you're on a weight loss journey, knowing the ins and outs of your own brain is tremendously going to help. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel that in this day and age, therapy is not as taboo as it was before. Um, In the past, a lot of people had issues expressing their emotions and their feelings and where they are in their weight loss journey and coming clean with the fact that you are potentially an overeater or you're under eating. You don't know where to start when it comes to your food goals or you don't know where it where to start when it comes to releasing some of that trauma bond, releasing some of those, some of that guilt and and feelings around why you've been gaining weight instead of losing weight. And so the biggest thing that comes out of that is that we do not know how to express ourselves verbally to other people. And when you're diving into introspection, I cannot talk this morning. When you are diving into introspection and you are starting to have that one-on-one conversation with with yourself. And I talked about this many moons ago when I did a Tuesday Live for Community Manager Jordan about you have to be your biggest cheerleader and it is you versus you. That comes from being able to dive deep and having that conversation with you said, I'm very grateful that I am a self-diagnosed overthinker because my introspection- I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing laughing with you. (laughs) Yes, because my introspection is amazing because I chronically overthink everything. Why did I look at that person that way? Was that rude? Did I smile enough? Were my thoughts more positive or negative today? Did I express enough gratitude? And so coupling that with the fact that I love journaling has really, really helped me to work on some aspects of my life, such as active listening. Um, I know I talk about mental resilience a lot, but honestly, the biggest thing that I focus on when it has come to self-discovery is active listening. Listening to others and listening to yourself is so, so, so important because your body is going to tell you, you know what, you haven't been kind to yourself and you haven't been kind to others. And we need to get that in check. We need to start balancing ourselves out and having a positive mindset about food, about relationships, about family, about friends. And when you start to dive deep, and you sit in the silence. You can't do this journey of self-discovery in a crowded room. You need silence to allow those things that have been screaming internally to start to have a voice externally. So it's really important to sit in silence an hour, maybe 30 minutes to start because it can get overwhelming and just ask yourself all of the questions. Pretend like you're talking to your best friend and you're getting all of the drama and you Mm -hmm. want to know what your body is feeling how it needs to heal what you need to really discover yourself inside and out. Yes. And I love, I, I love all of that. And it makes me think, you know, you, you mentioned a therapist. I know it can be hard to get out what we're feeling, what we think of ourselves, all those thoughts and everything. Um, it can feel really uncomfortable saying that kind of stuff out loud. So again, if you are able to put all those thoughts into notes, writing letters, you know, either whether or not you're giving these notes to anybody or you are just getting them all out on paper for yourself to really do that that introspection, it's going to really help. I know as silly as it is. So I've a little backstory side note. I've been with my husband since we were 14 and 15 years old. We've been together a long time. Aww. And back in high school, like when we would have those silly little high school fights mm-hmm. that you know, arguments that all those kids those age have, it was hard for me sometimes to want to say things out loud because I know I'm an aggressive speaker sometimes. Sometimes I say too much truth and it can come out in a hurtful way. So mm-hmm. I realized even at the age of 15 that if I was able to write down my thoughts, I was able to gather them more collectively. I was able to put out my true meaning without being harsh. 
And it was able to get my point across in a respectful kind of way. Mm-hmm. Now you can apply that into weight loss and wellness um, in this journey as well. If it's if everything is feeling kind of jumbled up and you're afraid that you're going to say something too harsh, whether to yourself or to someone else, being able to get that out and write that down can already release a lot of that pressure without even having to give it to anybody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes just rehearsing what you need to say helps a lot. Um, maybe you're talking it up in the mirror a few times or, um, <laughs> you know, and you don't have to have a journal to do this. You can write it in your notes app in your phone. But the, th- okay. the reason why I love the journal is because you can add a timestamp. You can add a date stamp. And as you continue to evolve in this journey of self-discovery, you can go back and pinpoint those places on the map of when you started to veer off course and when you started to um, struggle or when you started to succeed, when you started to get that wind in your sails and you were really able to go full speed ahead. I talk a lot about telling your story and sharing your story. And oftentimes when we start to reach success, we forget about what got us there. We forget about the failures and the setbacks. And so having things in a journal gives you an opportunity because just like outfits from the 80s and 90s are making a comeback. Some of the things that you are feeling today, no matter how far you get in your journey of self-discovery, they will come back around. And so having them written in a journal that you can go back and read and say, you know what? I've conquered this before. Um, It's so nice to have that written down. And and I'm not going to lie. I have journals that I've written in that I have no idea where they are. But I know that at that point in my life, I did write them down. And so I actually just purchased a new journal for 2024. I'm really excited. Excited. Um, I, I purchased a new journal for writing. I purchased a fresh gratitude journal. And I'm really excited to get back to just writing my thoughts out because it truly has helped me with self discovery. And we've heard so much from members that they have also started writing down their thoughts and feelings. And it's allowed them to see and pinpoint where the food insecurities come from, where the trauma bonds come from, and how they can overcome it as long as they continue to build consistent habits. Yes. And you know, something you said was exactly what I was going to say. Writing down all of it, where you can see where you were staying on course, on your map, your roadmap to success. And then you can also see those times where maybe things were a little harder. That same thing kind of like, not kind of, it most definitely applies to tracking. Of course, mm-hmm. the healthy and tracking your food. Um, there are so many days where I'm like, oh, that wasn't a good day. I don't even want to put it on there. But if you do that, if you track, again, the good, the bad, the ugly, everything in between, you are able to go back and see those days that were really good days and be like, I'm going to have another one of those. What, 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 what was I doing that day to stay on track and feel so great about myself? Mm-hmm. I'm going to do that again. And you can also look back at those not so great days and say, okay, I know what was going on that day now. Um, I'm going to try not to do that again today. You know, having all of, just having a record of anything, your food, yes. your, your activity, your thoughts, your feelings, all of that, having a record of anything does not show, I mean, in a way it shows strengths and weaknesses, but at the same time, I, I would venture to say, you don't have to look at them as a weakness. You can just look at that as that's a part of my journey. That's what happened that day. And I'm going to try not to do that again. Yes. And I actually just encouraged a member. Um, she purchased a new journal and it had a section to track your food. And she said, well, I, I track within the healthy app, so I don't need this section. And I said, okay, if you were already using this journal or this planner for everything else in your life, continue tracking 
in the healthy app, but in that section of the food tracker on your journal, write how you were feeling after each meal. Um, and then you have something to go back and look at. Did that food that I eat make me feel bloated or sluggish? Did it give me energy? Because now you're starting to create a pattern of, oh my goodness, if I eat these foods, this tied into our topic of last week about energy um, foods. <laughs> so y'all should have been in, in the meeting. We talked about <laughs> foods that you can eat for energy. But um, I said, now you can see which foods are giving you energy, which foods are causing you to be sluggish. How do you feel? Um, is this something you should eliminate from your eating patterns soon? So I think that it's really important to have something to tie into how you're feeling after your foods, not just tracking the food itself. That's great. But do I feel satisfied? Has it kept me um, full until my next meal and things like that. And you also said identifying strengths and weaknesses. but And that made me think of a SWOT analysis. So you have your strengths, your weaknesses, your opportunities, and your threats. And everything that I look at, and I know that's usually looked at in business, but I think you can apply that to your wellness journey because what are your strengths? So some people, their strength is that they're really good at meal prepping. You can write your grocery list. You know what you're going to eat that week. And you you are never going to fall off the wagon most of the time when it comes to meal prepping because that's a consistent routine. Your weakness is that you do not like moving your body. You don't like going to the gym. And on top of that, you eat healthier, but you're never drinking your water. You're cracking those diet soda cans all day long. And so you look at that and you're like, oh my goodness, I'm so good with meal prepping and I'm terrible. And my weakness is drinking the soda and not moving my body. But there's another half of that. You have your opportunities. So now an opportunity that you have is take all of that energy that you're using for meal prepping and take some of that and focus in on movement. Mm -hmm. Can you walk around while you're meal prepping? You know, maybe when you put the food into the oven, do some laps around your kitchen. While you're meal prepping, do you only drink water during that time? So at least you're, you're, you're getting your water in. What can you view as an opportunity? And then your last category is your threats, which we've talked about, or we like to call them setbacks or roadblocks. Yes. What are your threats on this journey? Finances, holidays, um, not liking certain fruits or vegetables, lack of time. What threats do you have? And how can you look at those threats and funnel those back into your opportunities category? And so I think that when we're on this journey of self-discovery, we need to do a SWOT analysis on ourselves. What are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What opportunities do I have and what threats, aka roadblocks and setbacks may occur and how am I going to plan for them and really dig deep into myself and say, you know what, this is so important to me. Um, getting healthier physically and mentally is important to me. So when I'm doing this introspection, how do I also do this SWOT analysis to figure out how to build out my map. You know, that was so amazing. Can we just end it right here? Like <laughs> episode over. That's all we needed to hear. <laughs> no, that was, that's an absolutely perfect representation of an introspection. I'm going to have to have you write me up a whole thing on the SWOT analysis. I've never heard that before. I gotcha. <laughs> I have never come across that before. And I love it so much because yeah, it's the perfect example of, of a self-discovery, learning more about yourself, what's making you tick, what your threats, like you said, your setbacks are, um, and how can I turn these into opportunities for other things? I love it so much. And, and again, being able to write that down and see it in front of you, mm. write it 
write it in pencil. I know a lot of people say like marker that in or pen that in so that it's permanent, but no, pencil this in so that you are able to change it as you progress, as you Mm -hmm. grow, as you learn more about yourself. I would never expect any of those, you filling out the whole SWAT categories. I would never expect that to be the same when you are one month in versus one year in versus two years in. I'm a couple years into my maintenance journey. And all of those categories, as I think of them for myself, are not the same as what they were, would have been last Mm -hmm. year. So being that, I guess that's another kind of subcategory here is being open to the change, willing and knowing that things are going to change along the way. And you have to be willing to adapt to all of that. Yes, yes. Adaptability is really important, you know, because you just said that you're going to change. Your SWOT analysis is not always going to look the same. Your strengths are not always going to be the same. Um, It's really important to do this introspection consistently to once a month or once a week or even bi-weekly sit down and say, okay, the last two weeks, what does that look like for me? The next two weeks, what does that look like for me? Because we are constantly evolving as people and we're constantly having to adapt to the changes in the weight loss and wellness community. We're constantly having to adapt to the pressures that society is putting on us and and to the knowledge being lifelong learners. We talked about this. There's always something new that you're going to learn. And how do you adapt to that? How do you adapt to all of this information that you've learned? And, uh, you know, I think there's a whole episode that we can go on about adapting and processing information because I was just scrolling on TikTok the other day and I came across this this person and y'all bear with me because you're going to be like, what are you talking about? But it makes (laughs) sense. She was talking about how to survive a plane crash. And she mentioned this book that someone wrote, which of course, if y'all know me, I'm a reader. I'm going to read the book. I will let y'all know. (laughs) But there was something in the book. um, And again, this was late last night that that I was watching this. There was something in the book that said that the way that we process information could be the difference between survival and not. Because oftentimes we start to think about, okay, the plane is going down. What do I do? What do I do? Mm-hmm. And first of all, they tell you grab your own oxygen mask first. That's because you only have about 30 seconds before you're going to black out. So yeah. you need to put your mask on first. But there comes a point in the plane crashing that you start to ask people around you for information. There comes a point in your weight loss and wellness journey that you start to ask people around you for information. And because everyone receives and gives information in different formats, if you were going to someone on that plane that's saying, sit down, be calm, wait for them to give you instructions. And so you go sit down and you listen to their information and you miss your opportunity to escape because you did not fend for yourself. You did not process the information and what is right for your body, right? Just like with your wellness journey, a lot of people, you listen to other people. What plan are you on? Better balance? Yep, that works for me. No, it doesn't. You need to process the information in your own way. Opposed to if you go to someone on the plane who is military trained and they're like, all right, this is the plan. I see that exit over there. We're going to make a beeline over there. Single file, calm manner. We're going to slide over the wing of the plane. X, Y, and Z. 
you have the opportunity to process that information. Who are you going to go with? The person that tells you to sit down because they're a rule follower or the person who's military trained that's building a plan? I'm going to go with the person that is military trained. They're building the plan. They've looked and surveyed the land. They've done some introspection. I'm going with them. But I'm also going to think to myself, okay, Monica, do you have the physical abilities to do everything that he just said? Do you have everything that you need to get there? So just like how do you survive a plane crash, how do you survive your weight loss and wellness journey? How are you receiving information? How are you giving information? We have too many people that are becoming Mm -hmm. self-proclaimed wellness and weight loss coaches. We have too many people that are giving information to people who are beginners and they're trying to be lifelong learners. They're trying to soak everything up. They're trying to do the introspection. They're trying to do self-discovery, but they are learning information from people who don't have all of the data. Mm -hmm. That's why we say take what you want, leave what you don't, and do what works best for you and to have your own path to self-discovery. Because if you only use the information from other people to fuel your weight loss and wellness journey and you never do the work yourself to figure out, does this work for me? Is this sustainable? Can I go to the gym or do I need to be a home workout person? If you don't do the introspection and look out and build your own map, you're doing yourself a disservice. Absolutely. You you are so right. You have to be so careful about the information that you receive. You do have to take the bits here and there that you know, you truly believe may work for you, but also be strong and confident enough to know and understand that maybe the rest, the little other bit of that information is not going to help me. It is not going to serve me. You do, you have to be so careful. And that is the whole part of this self-discovery, this introspection is knowing what is best for you, what is going to work for you and being able to dissect that information. And like you said, you take what you want and leave what you don't Mm -hmm. and, and being able to separate that. Now, moving on with more of this self-discovery, how do we truly learn more about ourselves? And I think that's going to take some exploration. And again, on our journey, on this little quest with our map that we've got, one of the stops we're going to be making is exploring our passions and our interests. You're going to have to try to actively participate in things that are going to uncover like true, genuine interests that you have, passions that spark enthusiasm and interest. Um, You're going to have to take that time to figure out what truly makes you happy in this. Because if you're not, I've said it a million times and I'll continue to say it, if you're not enjoying it, you're not going to continue with it. So exploring what truly drives you, what interests you is going to play a huge part in you making it to the X marked on the map. Yeah. And I think, you know, you need to be passionate about things along in your journey. And when you start, you're not going to be passionate. (laughs) Yeah. So you have to find the things that spark joy for you. I mean, I'm sure both of us could say when we started our our weight loss and wellness journey, were we super passionate about sharing everything that we wanted to know? And and did you ever think that you would get on and and co-host a podcast of like, Mm -hmm. this is what you should be doing? No, it's not something in the beginning that I was passionate about. In the beginning, I was passionate about learning as much as I could for myself. I was passionate about being consistent, um, whether that was consistent in the kitchen, consistent in the gym. You know, I had to pick one area in the beginning. And for a lot of people, you start in the kitchen and you become passionate about finding recipes that are tasty, that are healthy, 
but that are still sustainable. I know you said pizza is your thing. You were never going to give up pizza. You were very passionate about not giving up pizza and incorporating that into your journey. But what do you find passion in? A lot of people, they start their weight loss journey and they are passionate about going to the gym. But as you start doing that, you're like, oh, wow, I really want to learn about weightlifting. I really want to learn about, you know, cardio or whatever the case may be. And so finding something that you are passionate about in your weight loss and wellness journey and really diving into that can really help um, build out that piece of the map for you in that area. It absolutely can. It's, it's going to take a lot of self-reflection to figure out what you're passionate about. And at the same time, I think it's going to take some, it's going to take you taking chances on yourself to figure this out. Like you mentioned the podcast, if any, if listeners today have not listened from the very beginning, I'll let you on in a little secret. <laughs> when I was asked to do the podcast, our community manager, Jordan, came to me and I was like, oh no, you know, I'm sweating. I'm like, oh gosh, there's no way I can do that. That is not something I'm interested in. I'm not cut out for that. I don't think I would be good at it. I knew I was a talker, but I just didn't know how to talk in, in ways to do this. Um, but I took that chance. I was like, all right, fine. I'll do one or two. I'll fill in until you find someone else. You know, like I'm, I'm not going to let it crash and burn. I'll do a couple and then I'll be done. And here I am, um, gosh, what, a year and a half later. I think I've been doing this a year and a half now, which is so crazy to think about. And it's a new passion that I never knew existed mm. within myself. I never knew that this would become a passion and an interest of mine. But it took taking a chance. It took um, sailing those open seas with no idea of where I was going with it. Um, but I'm so happy I took that chance because I found a passion that drives me and motivates me. Um, of course, I love doing this to motivate others and inform others, but it is a motivation for myself as well. And I never would have realized that it was something that I was interested in until I took that leap of faith and actually did it. And you're amazing at it. Oh, thank you. So good at it. And so I do love to talk. (laughs) Yes. The gift of gab is really important in in the (laughs) podcasting space. But that's why we say that your passions can evolve over time. I mean, Mm -hmm. you don't start with with just loving something. And, And a lot of people start their weight loss and wellness journey and then they fall in love with it. They fall in love with the process. They fall in love with sharing the information. I mean, yes. I've told y'all again and again that if it wasn't for my weight loss and wellness journey, I would have never become passionate about becoming a coach and getting mm-hmm. certified. And that's not something that was in my map. It was nowhere on my map at the beginning. X did not mark the spot when it came to this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's something that grew over time as I started to um, have my journey of self-discovery and realize that um, my I had a unique perspective on weight loss and wellness. And I wanted to continue to dive into that for myself and for others to let them know that this is not an easy path. You're not going to be sailing the super easy seas and get Mm -hmm. from here to the X on the map. You are going to have to weather the storm a little bit and there could be an iceberg that pops up. And how do you get around that? Or if y'all have been watching North Sea TikTok, yeah, the the tides could be high. But at the end of the day, you know, your map is going to change. And I love that. I'm a big Harry Potter fan and the Marauder's mm-hmm. Map. And I love how it like disappears and it comes back and it changes. If y'all don't yeah. know what I'm talking about, sorry for you. Go watch Harry Potter. It's- um, <laughs> Tis the season I, for those movies. Tis the season. <laughs> it's cold outside. Go curl up with Harry Potter, all the Harry Potter movies. 
But I love that that map changes and evolves. And I think that is so symbolic of our journey and that our map is going to change and evolve. Mm -hmm. And where we think our destination is today may not be where it is tomorrow. Absolutely. I, I did not ever see myself being interested or passionate about anything health and wellness related. I mean, I have a degree in um, early childhood development. I was working with kids. I was working to help them grow and develop to send them off to kindergarten. Nowhere in my, <laughs> my map did I see anything about health and wellness, but it took just a series of events and me doing that self-discovery, some introspection and wondering, you know, once I had my youngest daughter and I quit my job and I became a stay-at-home mom, it took a lot of digging deep within myself to figure out I need to do something with myself. I need to figure out what I am passionate about, something that drives me. And again, yeah, it took a lot of digging to figure out what I was very passionate about. And I'm I'm so unbelievably happy <laughs> where it landed me, where where that map has um, led me to. And I'll just forever be grateful for that. So you do, you're going to have to take some time for yourself to figure that out. And again, like you said, like I've said, that map can change. Mm-hmm. There, there might be some high winds, there might be some big waves. You might have to either weather the storm or reroute, take a new yes. route. Look at that as you will to figure out what your setbacks or threats may be to figure out how to get around that. And now moving on, another thing that you can do in this self-discovery journey is make sure you're setting the right personal goals. Now, I want to have an episode about that um, for New Year's because, you know, as we've said, you shouldn't be trying to wait until New Year to start a new journey or whatever it may be. But I know that it happens. I know life gets in the way. So I do want to have an episode um, on the New Year about setting goals. But in a nutshell, you need to define your short-term and your long-term goals. You're going to have to establish those realistic, those measurable goals that align with, like we just talked about, our um, personal interests. You're going to have to make those measurable goals align with your personal beliefs and aspirations and create that well, what am I saying? The well-rounded roadmap Mm -hmm. or treasure map for growth. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Yes. And we did talk about this a few episodes back about how to actually create some categories to define your goals. I believe that was like defining your purpose episode or something like that. So make sure you go listen to that because that will give you a head start into defining your goals. And then of course, yeah, new year, um, not new year, new me, new year, new goal, same me. We'll definitely be talking about that. But finding some small obtainable goals is really important. Maybe your goal is just to start. Not Mm -hmm. everyone who's listening to this podcast is currently using healthy. And so maybe your goal is just to start 
to tap into the community, to look into the app and see if it's going to work for you, to decide that, okay, no, I don't need to throw out all of the food in my pantry, but how do I start looking at the food and saying, okay, this is something I can eat in moderation. This is something that could be a part of my daily routine. And just starting small. I mm-hmm. I know that one of the biggest things that cause burnout in the weight loss space is that people create goals that are too high, too lofty, too big right off the bat. And you forget about the small things of just getting started, of yes. just figuring it out. And so you create these things of, okay, yep, I'm losing 50 pounds in the next two months and you don't figure out how you're going to get there. And so by day seven, you're already back to eating all the foods, not moving your body, and you don't know how to be successful. Absolutely. That's one of the biggest things that I have always been passionate about getting through to people is that you did not gain this weight overnight. You are not going to lose it all, more than likely, depending on how much you are wanting to lose overall, you're not going to lose it in a month or even two months, maybe not even six months. It's going to take time. But the biggest thing here is, okay, we've defined our goals. We know what we want to do, both short-term and long-term. I want to lose X amount of pounds. I want to wear this size of clothing to be comfortable, whatever it is. But the bigger question is how? How are you going to do that? That's great that we've defined our goals. That's absolutely one of the very first steps we have to take. But the next thing you need to do with this self-discovery, this introspection, look inside and say, okay, I know what I'm going to do, but now how are we going to get there? And we have to be able to align that again with our personal goals, personal beliefs, um, and use that as your guiding principle, really. I honestly couldn't have said that better myself. I <laughs> goals are so important and 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 really just setting them in a sustainable way is so important. And when people say, okay, what should I set as my goals? It's very hard for us to answer that question because mm-hmm. like you said, it requires that introspection. You know what you want to accomplish. And so only you can set some goals that kind of get you there. We can guide you, we can encourage you. But at the end of the day, They're called personal goals for a reason because they are personal to you. And not everyone's goal will be the same. Even if it sounds the same from the outside looking in, your journey and your map is going to look a lot different than someone sitting next to you in order to accomplish them. Yeah, nobody's map is going to look the same. At least it shouldn't because like Mm -hmm. you said, they have to align to our specific wants, needs, goals, personality, Mm -hmm. everything. Now in this self-reflection and introspection. Um, This is something that we both mentioned earlier is embracing change and adaptability. We have to be flexible in the journey to our personal growth. We have to be able to roll with the punches and be open to change. Um, It's like opening the door to to our personal growth. You know, it's all about realizing that life is going to be unpredictable. You know, again, Mm In, in this treasure hunt of ours, there's going to be winds, there's going to be waves, there's going to be unpredictable weather. And being flexible is going to be your way to get through this. I mean, when you're embracing change, you're basically saying like, all right, bring it on. I can, <laughs> I can get through this. Nothing mm-hmm. is going to drag me down. 
it's not really about having that strict plan. I mean, we want the overall plan. We want the overall goal. But being strict about the goal is going to be harder. I've said it before. Let me see if I can get this straight. Be strict about your goals, but flexible about your path or your mm-hmm. weight. Um, you be stubborn about what you want out of life, out of weight loss. But you have to be flexible about the way that you get there. Just in like uh, my daughter's horrible math classes, I'll, I'm not ever going to understand kids' math these days. There's oh, always like goodness. seven. There's seven different ways to get the answer, but by golly, that teacher only wants the one way that she <laughs> taught them. And I'm over here like, listen, I can tell you this way and that way, but the way she's doing it is not the way for me. I just can't explain it. Yep. You can apply that here as well. There are always multiple ways to get mm. where you want and you have to find the way that is right for you. Ooh, that was so good. That was <laughs> so good. And for me, I I like the messy. I thrive in the chaos. I mm. like when my when my path is being blown over. It's like anybody who's ever lived in the snow, which I mean, I only lived in the snow for a few years, but whatever. Think about when you've gone out and you've shoveled some snow and then you get back to you get back to the door and you're like, all right, woo, kids, put your coats on, let's go outside. And all of the snow has blown right back into that path. It's so frustrating. Yes. <laughs> and you now have to decide, do I want to go back and shovel that same exact path or do we do something different? There's always going to be something that's blowing over into the path that you just created. There's always going to be some wind that's going to knock you off your sails. Mm. There's always going to be something that's going to cause you to have to take a few steps back here and there and then 10 steps forward. It's how you adapt. It's how you change. It's how you pivot. And I love the pivot because mm-hmm. every time I have to pivot, I learn something new about myself. I learned that, you know what? That was frustrating, but I found a way to overcome it. Every time I do that, I build a new piece in my armor. I mm-hmm. add a new step to my mental resilience. And so I embrace the chaos, the messy, the map moving. Um, and I encourage y'all to do that as well. I know that some of us are type A and we want to mm-hmm. plan it all. And we don't want there to be any changes to the path, but there will be changes to the path no matter what. There absolutely will. And I love it. Embrace the pivot. Any of my friends, fans out there, be like like Ross moving that couch. Pivot. I'm not Mm going to scream it because that would get embarrassing. But just picture him being your motivational cheerleader. Pivot around those setbacks. And and regarding setbacks and these challenges, you need to view those as opportunities. Going back to your SWAT strategy, view these challenges and setbacks as an opportunity to to transform, you know, transform these setbacks into something better for yourself. Maybe they're a stepping stone to your success. Instead of seeing them as roadblocks, you can turn them into chances to flex that resilience that you're building. You know, we've been talking about resilience and confidence. Use that as a chance to flex that and get your innovation game on. I mean, we have to be adaptable again so that the next time life or anything in general throws you a curveball, you can think of it as your invitation to, what did we talk about last time? Hashtag level up. Level up. (laughs) Hashtag level up. (laughs) I love that, y'all. Life is like a game. It really is. And that's where hashtag level up comes from is that, you know, every time you're going to get enhancements to your character, there's going to be enhancements to your build. Maybe your world gets a little bit more advanced. Um, There's always going to be something. And I'm not going to get too gamey. I'm not going (laughs) to add in all the other gaming terminology and expose myself, even though I'm not really a gamer. I'm just 
a gamer's girlfriend. So, um, (laughs) so I don't know, but, um, there is always an opportunity to level up in your journey. Um, Mm -hmm. if you don't like your map the way that it is right now, grab some color pencils and add some color to your world. If you don't like your map the way that it is, how do we level it up? Do we add some steps? Do we add some enhancements? Do we throw a little spice into it where now you have to have a little bit of an adventure where you're going into the cave for a while and you're hibernating and you're going to come out and you're going to be so much better on the other side. All you can do is go into every day, every moment with the mindset of hashtag leveling up Mm -hmm. and knowing that you have to embrace the messy and the chaotic And you have to be willing to go on the journey of self-discovery, y'all. The journey of self-discovery is not easy. And oftentimes it's going to tap into some emotions that a lot of us that have been heavier for a majority of our life don't want to tap into. You don't want to feel the feelings. I've been very open um, with members and and, uh, on some episode of the podcast of like feelings that I've had to feel of going back to Monica on the playground that was made fun of. And... um, And the version of me that had to overcome those qualms and those feelings. And so self-discovery is not easy. It's not going to be sunshine and rainbows. But when you take the time to feel the feelings and to figure out how you can come out on the other side and how you can draw the next path in your map, you will be better for it. You absolutely will. And and you mentioning that it's not going to be easy, that's kind of another relation to games. Unlike video games, where so many have these cheats and cheat codes that you can use to make things easier, there's really not any cheat codes in weight loss and wellness, especially in your self-discovery. You're not going to be able to cheat your way through this and actually make it last. Other than I will say there are definitely some awesome cheats and tips and tricks and hacks for uh, lightening up your meals. That I guess is the one exception when it comes to cooking. But when it comes to self-discovery and all that, you're not going to be able to cheat your way through it. It is going to be hard sometimes. It is going to be messy. But in doing that, you're going to discover so much more about yourself that you never knew. You know, whether it's passions or things that made you tick that you didn't realize before. I mean, that's going to be the beauty of it all. Just to wrap up, when you are looking into self-discovery, it's ultimately going to really unlock that full potential for yourself. You're going to be able to live more authentically to yourself. And you're going to be able to celebrate the journey of becoming the best and healthiest version of yourself. So make sure you dive into it with curiosity. Be open and willing and adaptable. Be so curious and wanting to learn about all of this. Um, Do that introspection, that self-discovery and dig deep about yourself. And you're gonna learn a whole lot about you and you're gonna learn a whole lot about self-love too. Just remember to embrace the change and the pursuit of this overall personal growth for yourself. I'm ready to get to writing in my journal. I'm ready to get into discovery. I have set a goal for myself for the next rest of the month of self-care. And that includes journaling and self-discovery and really rebuilding my map to go into the new year. So I encourage everyone else to do that as well. Same. Absolutely same. Get that map out. Start that journey. (laughs) Mm -hmm. With that, everyone, I hope you all have an amazing week and we'll see you next time. Bye, y'all. 